Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion, unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss these aren't the stories your mother told you no these are the other stories (laughs) we at the other stories are looking for that special woman someone with a soft voice who will whisper terrible things to us what I'm saying is, we need more female narrators for this show. The female narrators we have are incredible, but there have been times when we've had to give female-led stories to male narrators, and they've done their best to contort themselves into new and interesting places to hit those higher notes, but some of them have been damaged in the process. If you're a female and a narrator, or if you're a female and you want to give narration a go, then you can email us at kestheeditor at gmail.com or go to hawkandcleaver.com forward slash submissions and drop us a line. We want to hear from you. Today's episode is For the Greater Good, written by Daniel Wilcox and narrated by Ian McEwen. There seems to be a flaw in the human condition, a set of faulty wiring, if you will. For decades, nay, centuries, us as humans have created the impossible and live to regret our decisions. Some inventions have revolutionized the world. Planes, boats, medicines, the television. Some inventions we only discover years later are either harmful for our health or have military applications that have caused greater destruction than our forebears ever thought possible. Guns, planes, medicines, smoking, the television. 
We're an impatient breed, us humans. We don't wait to see the results. We look into our tiny windows and never look beyond our own perspectives into the wider global timeline. After all, why should we bother when our own lives are so fleeting? It wasn't altogether that long ago that the treatments the media had termed the best thing that could happen to mankind turned sour. All fruit will rot in the end when left out in the dying sun. And the miracle cure that should have saved us all, well, let's just say that the long-term effects weren't exactly taken into account. Wellweather Inc. were the titans who began it all. A press conference viewed over three billion times on YouTube within its first six months showed the poster child of the cure. A 20-something woman, Hannah Spector, who proclaimed to have overcome her battle with a handful of incurable ailments almost overnight. A woman with pearly white teeth and eyes like ocean waves, A woman who, as shown by the small montage of childhood clips, had overcome the likes of leukemia, motor neurons disease, alopecia, and removed any chance of the early heart disease that had wiped out half of her family from genetically weak heart valves. It truly seemed a miracle, as if God himself had apologized for his cruelty and granted the girl a second lease of life. After Hannah had finished her story, several more examples were shown, as test subjects, as I came to know them, sauntered onto stage. A man who had been cured of cerebral amyloid angiopathy, another fixed from ankylosing spondylitis, a woman who had overcome her battle with cystic fibrosis. The list went on. Over the next few decades, people flooded to Wellweather Inc. to have their genetics mapped and sequenced, signing forms, ticking boxes, not even batting an eyelid as their eyes passed over the small prints claiming that Wellweather Inc. would have full rights and permissions to keep a sample of their genetics on file to do with as they will. It was frightening, really, how quickly people chose to sign away their identities, their very makeup, the part of them that made themselves human. At first, it was only the rich who could afford the very best of the care. That obviously caused a lot of bad PR for the company, who took the feedback well and formed an affordable alternative payment schemes that worked much like mortgages and student loans. Debts that people were prepared to carry until the day that they died, which, lucky for them, turned out to be considerably longer than they'd ever dreamed. The average age expectancy surpassed 90, then 100. Society thrived. For a while. It took almost half a century before the world really started seeing the negatives. As humans thrived, enjoying healthier, more active lifestyles, 
society began to feel the strain. The world isn't built in such a way for everyone to survive. Both biology and our own economies across the globe have been set on a foundation and expectation that people will die. That many will die early, whether from car accidents, ailments, or suicide. But that's not what happened. As the population grew, resources shrunk. Cities grew at an astronomical rate, unable to take into consideration the hundreds of acres of land needed to feed and support such a large body of people. Pressure came onto Wellweather to slow down their service to the masses. Pressure came to the government to support and supply for the masses. The two fell into chaotic war with no real end in sight. Should the world stop improving? Should humans be allowed to continue to work through their illnesses and increase their quality of life? A thousand questions that the world hadn't been prepared for. And after several decades of heated debate and battling, it looked as though Wellweather Inc. would win. The saviors of the race. Until... It happened. The funniest thing, in hindsight, is that there seemed little in the way of people questioning the methods that were used. Wellweather protected itself through offshore laws and licensing, non-existent, self-prescribed regulatory bodies, which seemed to have the best of the human race at heart. It was only when the first reports came from Japan that the whole thing changed. The butterfly effect. A pebble thrown into a deathly still ocean, able to cause tsunamis the world over. We're live here today in Takayama, where it has now been confirmed that a young boy has been born with a unique set of side effects, unseen before in humans. The boy, Asahi Kobayashi, born just 36 hours ago, is the first child on record ever to be born with a strange combination of features, usual to be found in the birthing of animals. Please look away now if you are of a sensitive disposition. As you can see, this young boy showcases a strange combination of features, from the unsettling, unblinking eyes, which many may associate with lizards and amphibians, to the disturbing patches of fur, and this knife-like set of teeth that the boy sported from the moment of birth. The footage was graphic and disturbing. The boy, a second-generation offspring to grandparents who had undergone the Wellweather Inc. genetic mapping and curation sequence some years ago, wasn't so much crying in the video as much as he was growling. Those unblinking eyes were viewed online by millions, soon turning to billions, with comments below that displayed a mixture of panic and disbelief. Great CGI, guys. Guess the news really is drying up these days. Yawn. At Nasty Nasty 69. WTF? My parents went through that well-weather shit and I'm six weeks pregnant. What do I do? 
shocked face. At Lisa Baker 518. And so the debate went on for a few more weeks. The news monitored the boy, keeping updates as he grew, recording and displaying footage of any sighting they could through their parents' window. Though no clear footage was caught, ambulances were called out every few days to the house, returning late at night. Blurry hospital footage showed the parents with red on their arms, plaster casts and bandages, as though something had been attacking them. Then, just two weeks later, came the boom. Reports all over the world of children born with strange defects, additional appendages, epidermal afflictions, primal tempers, and animalistic tendencies. In Saudi Arabia, a water birth from a European couple on an RAF base spawned a child who instantly stopped breathing the moment they brought her out of the water, resuming normal breaths the second a panicked doctor placed her back. In Argentina, a girl who had appeared normal for the first four weeks of her life until her first growth spurt occurred and the parents awoke to find their precious angel halfway out of the skin that she was in the process of shedding. A crisp, white layer of skin in the perfect outline of their daughter, hanging off her stomach as she wriggled and writhed, cooing as she went. In Mexico, a boy born with hardened claws instigating his own episiotomy upon exiting his mother's womb. In Hawaii, a boy who desperately flailed and kicked with a surprising strength as he entered the sunlit room, manically kicking and pulling to get back inside where it was damp and dark. Doctors later finding a cool, midnight black room in which the boy eventually settled the parents forced to wait until nightfall to take their precious boy home. And so it went, report after report. Eyes turned to well-weather ink, scouring their policies, investigating their procedures. External agencies were hired from the Global Summit to get answers once and for all, soon discovering that well weather had gone above and beyond the manipulation of God's code in order to cure the afflictions in the manner that they had. Genetic splicing of animal DNA tangled and fused within human structures. Mammalian, lizard, fish, every category and species that could have been used had been used along the journey to the creation of the miracle cures. Mass panic. Global hysteria. Wellweather Inc. was shut down with immediate effect, pending legal trials. Although their practices were offshore, a case was made by over 200 representatives from over 150 of the world's countries at the Global Summit to intervene with the practices. Wellweather argued their case, stating their work must continue if they are to undo what they did. Yet in pure political fashion, this conversation took fundamentally longer than it should have. Throughout the 10-year legal case, 
the world changed. The descendants of the Wellweather program became targets to be destroyed. The 40% of the population who ignored the genetic meddling became the hunters, and the animal children were forced to flee. By this point, there were some that had reached their teenage years, and suddenly they were forced on the run. Newborns found with the affliction were ordered to be destroyed upon birth, much to the dismay of their distraught parents. The panic rippled through the world like wildfire, until cities began to collapse in on themselves. Bombs and weaponry aimed and fired at rescue colonies in which hundreds upon thousands of humans and animal children alike hid and cowered, looking for places of safety and solitude. Many of those born with animal features gave in to their primal instincts and hunted for flesh, slithering and padding through back alleys, climbing through open windows at night, and cutting the world's population by a third in a single year. Worldwide orders were spread to prevent further breeding of second-generation descendants. Many humans no longer fancied their odds at having a child in any form, and so the world would discover over the next several decades how easily its numbers could shrink in so little time when the romanticism of parenthood faded. The world thought the next apocalypse would be nukes, Turned out, it would be on a much more microscopic level. It took nearly a century for the human race to breathe again. Wellweather Inc., now nothing more than a hollow shell of factories on a remote island, gave up its endeavors and lost the court case. As numbers shrunk across the globe, many pure humans migrated into the cities in which the military cordoned off its perimeters to the best of its ability. The human population began to grow again, but the damage was already done. Radio communications across the globe began to quiet as civilizations started to retreat inwards once more. The numbers of humans across the globe now only a mere 10% of what they once were. Curfews were put in place, livestock and clean water became a rarity, but humans did what they've always done through any great tragedy, plague, apocalypse. They carried on. They survived. Meanwhile, outside of the fence, a new breed of creature roamed. The animal children grew into animal adults. They aged as any human does, maintaining the bulk of their human forms. They took to the jungles, the deserts, the oceans. Some had even begun to take to the skies. They adopted the language of humans and formed their own societies sentient partnerships between creatures with incredible powers. They learned that the taste of wild animal much surpassed the taste of human, and though there were some rogue beings out there who still hunted in the cities, the majority kept themselves to themselves. In a way, looking back, it seems ironic. 
Well were the ink hunted for the cure for mankind's ailments, looking to create a perfect breed of humans able to adapt and survive within the artificial man-made structures of society. Instead, they achieved their goal in a completely different way. They perfected humans, only it was by reintegrating them back into the wilds, into the very fauna in which mankind was birthed. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. For the greater good, was written by Daniel Wilcox, narrated by Ian McEwen, edited by Carl Hughes, and music by Chris Zabriskie and Tom Hubson, with extra sound effects provided by freesound.org and zapsblatt.com. Daniel Wilcox is the best-selling author behind such dark fiction titles as They Rot, They Remain, and Lazarus, written alongside Luke Condor, as well as The Caitlin Chronicles, with top 10 Amazon author Michael Onderley. To find out more about Dan's work, visit www.danielwilcox.com. Once again, we at The Other Stories are looking for that special woman, someone with a soft voice who will whisper terrible things to us. We need female narrators. Again, our female narrators that we have are fantastic, but we just don't have enough of them. So if you're a female and you're a narrator, or you're just a female who would like to give narration a go, you can email us at kezdeeditor at gmail.com, or go to hawkandcleaver.com forward slash submissions, check out the guidelines, and drop us a line. Until next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.